0: Football debates, hot takes, and analysis our way. With compas and a carne asada, this is Football Asada. Welcome home. Onda, What's up, everyone? You guys already know what time it is. Football Asada for the, for everybody. You guys see the jersey. We got our special guest, Francisco Velasco, joining us again. If you know, you know. He's been here before. Happy to have him on again. What's up, Francisco? How you doing, bro?
1: How's it going, guys? Yeah, excited to talk some Liga Mechies. Uh and the regular season's approaching, and um, yeah, should be good.
0: Yeah, what's up, Chris? What's up with you, bro? What up? What up? I'm feeling good, bro. My chivas are flying high right now. Oh, Hard to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was on the Lions Den podcast um, on Wednesday, i want to say Wednesday. I was talking to the the, the shouts uh, shouts out to everyone over there, Gadi, Louis, um, what's uh, uh, Javi, my, my tokayo. Talking about how much that Chivas lost hurt, bro. It hurt all of us. It's the one team I hate losing to. I mean, for those, <laughs> for those who don't are, are listening on Spotify or, or you're on audio, I have my own jersey on. You already know what time it is, though. Let's get into that League MX, man. It's been, I'd say it's been a pretty crazy season. I mean, there's a couple of teams. I mean, I like, like Chris just said, I, I think I want to start off there. Chivas, bro. Like they are Chivas back. I think Chivas are back. I mean, what is this? A third place finish right now. Bonovic has done an amazing job. Uh, Hierro has been amazing for Chivas as well. Brought back Bocho Guzman this season, who has been like the breakout star for Chivas this season. Like, I don't know. What what do you guys think about that?
2: I mean, to be honest, yeah, it's been kind of crazy because if you would have told me before the season started, like, you're going to lose probably your best striker, like Jose Juan Macias, to injury. Like, he's a before the season, like, he was recovering from an injury and then he got injured again. You're going to lose Alexis Vega for a long period of time due to injury. Your best defender last season, Chiquito Rosco, is going to have a bad year this year. And you were, and you were to tell me all that and we'd still be in third place and tied for second on points. I would have been like, I wouldn't have believed you, but, but like you said, Pocho Guzman has been crazy. Yeah. It's just been like an awesome season so far. I mean, I, I still have like my doubts here and there because like I, I truly don't know if you can really win a league title without like a, a potent like elite striker
1: yes that's the biggest problem for me uh with kiosk is the, the the offense right like they really depend on on guzman yeah um it's kind of sad though to see like guzman do this well as well just because it's like what could have been if he you know hadn't had that scandal years ago yeah because that, that team was was a bit more complete when you look at it um obviously it failed but yeah yeah but like guzman's been amazing she's nettles have been pretty good uh both of them, actually but uh off the bench also Ronaldo doing decent. But uh Chivas is a decent team. It just the offense really worries me when competing against like the other elite teams in the in the league, like Monterrey, you know, Toluca, uh, maybe even Tigres there they could do something. But
2: yeah, like I mean you look at like like how you're saying right now, you look at Monterrey, They have um Aguirre, they have Funes Mori, they have Berterame, like they have Mesa, like all
1: these like elite. Conchito, attackers. Gonzalez,
2: yeah. yeah, like and then America, too, they have like Henry Martin, probably the most informed, maybe player in the whole league. And then Toluca, like, has all these, like, good forwards. And Tigres, too, like, even though Tigres is struggling, I would think all their forwards are better than, like, Chiwas' attack. Yeah,
1: I mean, Gignac was on the bench last game, so <laughs> he came on and, and scored the winning goal, but he got benched.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, like, I'm, like, we, I feel like, looking at talent-wise, Chivas doesn't really have it to be, like, competing for a title, but they've been proving everybody wrong all season, so. We'll see how long it
1: lasts. Kind of like, like 2017, though. Like, a lot. Like, uh, people didn't really believe in that team. Yeah. It was more the coach, the unity. Like, it's it's, it's a lot like 2017, actually,
0: I would say. Uh, also, Alexis Vega, I mean, like, despite being... He got injured, what, like, three, four match days in? And he's, he lost, like, a yeah. big chunk of that season. He came back, like, you know, it was his first game back was against America. I mean, it was a 4-2, obviously, but America's America. And then the very next... Week, I think it was a Clásico Tapatio or, or two weeks after. And he performed. He was doing great. He got an, ass, he got, a, I think, two assists against Leon. Like, he's just been on a good run. Despite, I think he managed to save his season. I think he actually, from what I thought he was going to do initially, he overperformed. Like, he, he's just great for what, for what the circumstances were for Alexis Vega. Um, who else stood out to me from that team? I think Alan Mosso has kind of had a bit of a revival, uh, with Chivas too. Pretty, pretty, pretty good this season. Actually, did he, uh, did he give an assist? Uh, he scored. Did he score an assist against Cruz Azul this last weekend? Uh, I think he was uh, an
1: assist. Um,
0: yeah, he, I don't think he scored. I think it was,
1: uh,
2: Potro and Cisneros,
0: I think. I think, I think it was Alan Mosco who gave the, 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 center to Cisneros for the, the second goal. I'm not wrong. But like, yeah, Chivas is, I think, I think, I think, uh, you guys actually might be a little wrong there. I think Chivas does have the, the players to, if you think, if you look at it like, game by, like, player by player, I think T.U.S. has the working components there. I mean, they are missing, like, a star goalie, like a star, sorry, a star striker. Actually, they, they could use a better goalie, too, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like they, they might have maybe looking, maybe, maybe look like a semifinal run.
2: We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think uh, I, I personally, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've seen a team, like, win a title without having, like, a well-known, like, striker, like, I know, like, wingers and whatever, and like, creative midfielders, like, always help, but, like, I can't remember the last team to win it where I was, like, didn't have one. Like, who won it last year? It was Pachuca, they had Ibanez, and then the year before, there was, like, Quiñones, uh, and Furtz is not that great anymore, but they had Quiñones, Fultz, Atlas Fultz, two years.
0: was instrumental for Atlas's first, yeah. for Atlas' okay. first title, though. Uh, the, he was insane. He scored on León, I think, in both the away and, and, and the winning penalty. And the second leg, yeah. I don't want to talk about that final. <laughs> we don't talk about that. But uh, the, the other team there, Toluca, I'm honestly just not surprised that they're there. They've been in contention. We made the final last season, right, against Pachuca. Obviously, they got, like, crazy destroyed. But, like, I'm not surprised. Nacho Ambris is one of Mexico's best. Coaches right now. And, like, to me, it's crazy he didn't get considered for La Selection. That's another topic. But Nacho Ambriz, like, he's made Toluca very formidable. I mean, even Thiago Volpi, bro, he has, what, two, three goals this season? <laughs> like, goals, isn't that yeah. crazy? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he scored crazy, a penalty bro. against uh, he an assist, time. too,
2: which is, like, kind of random.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Like, you know, Nacho Mbriz is so clean that the goalie has two goals and an assist this season. That's crazy. But... Um, he, he's made it work. I think he, he has a couple of Leon elements there that you, that won the title with him in 2020. It's, uh, John Menezes is there.
1: Navarro yeah.
0: Navarro's, yeah, Navarro's there. So, you know, he's, he's doing, he's, I think Mosquera went with, yeah. him to, yeah, to Toluca as well. Yeah. I mean, there it is. They're, they're doing great. They got a, they got a, a good striker as well, Toluca. Um, yeah, yeah that, that's another team that I think could very well, I think has had, like, that's one of the highs of this of this season is one of those teams is Toluca, for sure.
1: Yeah, the, the crazy thing is, like, two of their best players aren't really having the best season, like Meneses and uh, Leo Fernandez. They're not even yeah, performing no. that well. I mean, Fernandez is like a bench player now uh, this season. And then Meneses, he's, he's just not been that good. I mean, uh, Maxi Araujo has been crazy. Uh, yeah, six I goals, know. four assists. I mean, and they brought him in, I believe, at, at the beginning to be like a left back. So... <laughs> Um, now he like moved up the pitch, um, like left left mid, left winger. But yeah, he's been amazing. Marcel Ruiz, I mean, incredible. Uh, one of the best midfielders in the league. Koliso uh, finally scoring goals, seven goals this season. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a really good team, and um, I don't think it would be as good without Nachum though, for sure. Like you said, he's really one of the instrumental um, components of the team.
2: So who who would you guys say has been like your surprise team of the of the season so far? It could be in a bad way or in a good way, like your surprise team, like they're surprisingly good, surprisingly shit. Right.
1: I I don't I didn't think that I it was gonna be
2: tenth. You know what's crazy about the Queto thing too? Like they're tenth, right? Which is like I know a lot of the teams are like jam packed, but they've been like at the bottom like the last couple of seasons. But what's crazy is that like it was earlier, it was about two weeks ago. Before they beat, I think it was Tijuana away, before they before they won that game, they had gone, I think it was 52 games in a row playing away. They were about to set a Liga MX record. The Liga MX (laughs) record was 54, set by like Cora Caminos, like I don't know how long ago. It was like in the early 2000s, but they were about to set a Liga MX record for like most games in a row without winning away. And they were like at the bottom. I'm like, oh, this team is like just garbage, but <laughs> they, they won that game and then all of a sudden they kind of changed their season around. Like they I don't know how many games they've, they've, uh, how many points they've racked up over the last three weeks. No, I actually saw a stat over the last five weeks. It's them and America and I believe Atlas have had the most points. Like they're both tied on 11 points over the last five weeks. So I feel like they're one of the most informed teams. So I agree with that. They've been kind of like surprisingly good.
0: Uh, what was your what was your timing? You said. Uh, for me, I'd have to go with Santos Laguna, man. Uh, they've just been horrible. Like they've conceded thirty four goals this season. That's crazy. Like <laughs> Acevedo has been put through the ringer. That defense put through the ringer. Like Santos has always, for me, been like always a team in contention. Especially after like two thousand, I think as a club overall, Santos from like two thousand ten in between, there was a lot of like Santos was making finals. They were like fighting they were like you're like oh and then also considering the cantera they have they've just been super poor this season bro 34 goals that's that's crazy like to concede that much
1: yeah and you look at the team and it's not even like that bad and then um you got brunetta who's had a really good season but just yeah it's just defense <laughs> it just hasn't held up at all
2: my opinion on them changes like every week bro like they're like for me they're like, <laughs> the most inconsistent team in the league like yeah, i'm not, I'm not even kidding you look at like their, their schedule they'll go from like conceding four or five goals the next game they'll beat like a good team and then they'll go back to like losing to whoever the fuck and then like i think it was like last week they beat monterrey in monterrey <laughs> like <laughs> like beat like the number one team in their building and then the very next week they're losing at home to yeah, it, like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like come on bro like it, it makes it makes it makes no sense like i said they have the players like they have like quality all over the field but like it just seems to be like if they concede two goals in the bomb the team just crashes bro like they, i think they've conceded four plus goals in like four games this year at least i know they lost one game 5-0 to toluca at home Then earlier in this year but yeah like they just they just concede goals for fun bro they're, they're very random
1: i mean we already talked about qs but i mean that's one of the biggest surprises as well i mean i think for everybody that's probably that might be the biggest surprise right like third place yeah
2: but i mean i agree like we were talking about earlier like like, like I said, you would have told me, like, all these, like, our best players would be injured. Um, yeah. <laughs> our best defender would be not having a good season, and we're still tied for second in points. The, the team has been surprisingly horrible for me, and this is, like, I'm sure everybody feels this way, is tigres, bro. Like, like oh, yeah. I know they're not, like, they're not, like, 20. They're not last place, or they're going to be in the Yeah, But they're if you look at their squad, their squad is supposed to be, like, top three. like best. Like, yeah. t- like contending yeah. for, like, easily. Like, like, if you look at the team last year, I think last, last year they made the semis or quarterfinals. I don't, I don't remember, but they're always the, the Since the Guignac has been, since Guignac has been there, they've been like a, a top team. They're always in like the finals, semifinals, or always around the Liguilla, you know? And just this offseason, they added last year's top, uh, top goal scorer, Nico Ibanez. They added Fernando Goriarrian from, 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 Santos, one of the best midfielders in the league. Like, he gets called up sometimes for, for Uruguay. And they got Diego Laines, who was like the most hyped prospect in recent memory. They brought those three guys on to add on to their team and they somehow got, like, way worse. Like, nobody, like, nobody plays. You watch them play, bro. Nobody plays together. They're all just trying to do one-on-one. They play so, so ugly, bro. Like, I think they're probably banking on, like, just... I don't know what they're going to do in Liga MX, but they're probably banking on just, like, winning the CCL because...
0: Now that you're talking about the dude, and I know we've been focusing on teams overall, but what a horrible season for Diego Linus, dude. Horrible. Oh my God. Like, I do talk about it. They call him uh, 007, bro. Zero, zero goal. No, he's, zero he's goal. already
2: doubled that, bro. He's
0: 0014 the right now. <laughs> okay. uh, dude, that's horrible. I mean, what a fall from grace, bro. You know what? Like, I think us as Mexico fans, I think we had defended him to the last, like, minute. Like, you know, we were dying on the hill, and but the hill's like, it's done. It's, it's, it's over. Like, it's not a hill anymore. It's, it's, he's buried six feet underground. Like, it's just nowhere to go for Diego, dude. Like, you're at Betis. You don't perform. You get loaned out to Braga. Easier, easier, uh, club to break into. Even easier league to play in. You score a couple games. You score a couple goals. I think he uh, broke the league goal curse. And then, at, then right before, you know, the next, like, you know, the, the second half of the season gets admitted, gets admitted from the World Cup squad. And then gets kicked out of Europe, back to Mexico, and now in Mexico he's done. Like that's so that's crazy, that's insane. I feel like um, Diego Linus, uh, he's always he was always a personal favorite of mine, but he just doesn't help himself at this point, man. And that when they Especially signed him, they was him like, the oh,
1: he's gonna destroy the league, he's gonna do like incredible stuff there. And now Diego Volpi has more <laughs> goals.
2: Yeah, like it's not even like the. I mean, obviously the numbers are like look bad, like 14 games, zero goals, zero assists, but you actually watch him play, it's actually even worse than what, like what's on the stat sheet. Like, I'm not even joking you, like, I'm not even kidding, I don't even recognize this guy anymore. You watch him play, like, he just looks like, he doesn't have, before back then, like, he'd have every little skill, like, he, like available to him, like, he knows how to, like, do little fintas here and there, like, nutmegs, and like, not saying he would, like, be, complete them every time, but he know what to do with the ball, and like, would try things, Now, every time he gets the ball, bro, he looks, like, either scared to do something, like, he doesn't want to lose the ball and people start booing him, or, like, where he literally just doesn't know what to do. Like, he just hangs on to the ball too long. Like, the only move he does nowadays is, like, he's just, like, facing the guy one-on-one, and then he, like, just tries to, like, speed past him. Like, just go and cross the ball, and that's it. Has, like, does not do any, like, no skill, nothing, bro. Like, he's, and, like, the thing about him, bro, like, He's small and he's like a winger. You would think he's fast. He looks so slow on TV, bro. Like, he can't beat anybody. Like, his only move, like I told you, like, the only move I've been seeing from him is, like, he's just trying to, like, p- kick the ball past the defender and try to cross it. Or, like, like what to like, get by him with speed. And he can't even do that. Like, he's not fast enough to do it. Like, I'm telling you, bro, I don't recognize him at all. Like, this is, like, not the guy that I, like... Was like watching highlights back then, or what? I we even I even saw with América, or even some flashes at like Petis and Braga. Like he does none of that stuff anymore, bro. Like he looks. I almost feel like he even looks smaller now than he did back then. Like it just everything just
0: bad, bro. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Like I don't know what happened to him. Like, yeah, it's not the twenty twenty one Diego Liners anymore. Nations League Diego Line Nations League Final Diego Linus.
2: Yeah, bro. He just like you. I am telling you, you watch him play; it's just bad. Like. Like, it, like, two of his games, bro, just real quick. Like, the one against Motagua and, and against the Honduran team and the CCL, and then against Orlando City when he subbed on, bro, he looked like the worst player on the field, like from both teams combined. Like, it's bad. I I don't know. I don't know if it's like a confidence thing or like, a, or both, or like he just literally lost that skill. But like, <laughs> need, like I don't even know what he's going to do, bro. Like, I don't even know what he could do next. Like, if he doesn't make it at Tigres. And Tigres doesn't want to buy him. Betis doesn't yeah. want him. They're just going to, like, probably send him to... I don't even know where he'd go, bro. I think he might go to MLS. Because... MLS. He like, a uh, but, uh, would it seem like... Why does he even be able to afford him? Because he's pretty... Yeah. He seems, like, pretty, like, stuck on making right, all right, this time. money. Like, that's the reason he went to Tigres, because they were going to pay him more money.
0: What do you even... This is even a transition. What do you even fit, fit into this American squad, bro? Because this American squad right now, I'm not going to lie... Is pretty good. I mean, bro, if you can't get into, th- I mean,
2: if you can't get into Tigres, how's he gonna get into America?
0: Yeah, like Sendez has been insane. I don't think he takes Sendez's spot. He's been pretty good this season, despite. Or him. even Léo floated. I don't.
2: I don't. I honestly then, don't know a team that they will line this like the way he's been playing. I don't know a team that would take him.
0: But yeah, no, but uh, okay, let, let's transition into America now. That's the next team we have to we have to cover because they've been pretty good. I mean. Like all of their forwards have worked this season. Henry Martin, 14 goals. That's insane. I think it's like one of his best seasons. And like he, like he's just, yeah, he's been killing it. Like, like, um, Diego Valdez has as well. Cabecita has been pretty good as well with America. Sendejas, uh, like, bro, they just have players all over. I think as far as like the forwards, it's been good. Now, the, like, I think America right now, has a chance to 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 do something, but I don't know if Thanos is the guy for that. I'm I'm like I'm like very iffy, but I don't think he's a championship winning manager. I think we've mentioned this before, but I just don't think he is. Yeah,
1: I I don't really, I never really liked uh, Thanos Ortiz ever since he uh, joined America. Like, like you guys said, like maybe he doesn't have what it takes to be a championship winning manager. If they had someone like I don't know, just say British or somebody, i will be like, oh, America champs for sure. Or whatever, but also their are like back line, their their defense. Also, I don't really like it that much, and it hasn't been that good. I mean, Aralco's been pretty bad this season. Uh, and then uh, Casares, he's super inconsistent. I would say the fullbacks uh, like they're not really the best. Uh, so yeah, like the the defense, I don't really like it that much either. I think it has a lot of problems.
2: Yeah, I, I had to I had to agree with that. That's that's like if you really think about it, like. America, even America fans themselves, when you think of like just their whole defense, like the goalie, I'm sure they're fine with my one. right? But the right back, they don't even, on a weekly basis, they don't even know who they want. They're like, nah, <laughs> yeah. Malayun sucks. We'll get him out. Man, immediately, lot plays a <laughs> game. All oh, like, get, get this guy out of here. Like, he's like, he messes up one time and they're like already all over him. And then the center backs, bro, like, I've been seeing them complain about Casares, Araujo, like, especially Casares for years. And like, for, yeah, Araujo, for years. Like, Araujo, like, Araujo, like, too, like recently has been messing up, like, and then their left back, who was it Fuentes, Reyes? Like, this doesn't really matter. They're kind of the same. They're not really impactful or amazing players. And then the only one that's really, like, I guess, been consistent, been very good this year. I mean, even though in the beginning, he wasn't good at all, but he's been kind of get, getting better towards as the season's gone on is Reyes. But he's like super young. Like if your best defender is 22, like going up against like these strikers and forwards that are like in their prime, and I mean, you might be asking for be like a disaster waiting to happen,
0: yeah. Also, just how, how like America's uh journey in, t- in terms of um their goalkeepers. Because yo, I remember that disastrous first half of the season with uh, Oscar Jimenez, like he was just getting scored on every which way, and everyone was like, Yo, what is going on? And they they got Angel Malagon, I think, before the season started. And you're just, you just kind of sitting there, like, Okay, you got you got another goalkeeper, you're complaining about with well, this goalkeeper, what's going on. I think it was, I think uh, Tano Ortiz was just waiting for Malagón to get situated, and then, you know, that was all of a sudden the switch, now Malagón's a starter, I think he's been pretty good for America, they haven't conceded as much with him there, um, and, hey, you know what, I mean, I said this off camera, I'll say it on camera, there might be, there might be a, a, a little shift in how we look at our goalies for El 3 even, like, Malagón might be that next up guy instead of Acevedo, because it's looking rough for Acevedo, bro. I
2: think you're spot on with that one. I, I don't think any goalies really stood out. Like I said, like Mexican ones. So, I mean, they could have kind of changed by season, to be honest with you. Like, like right now it's Malagón, but then you never know. Next season it could be.
1: Or some guy that comes up or something.
2: Yeah, it could be. <laughs> it could be Acevedo again. You never know. <laughs> Let's get into the, you want to get into the team of the season now? Who
0: got our team of the season? So, since FIFA, <laughs> FIFA doesn't, um, Show any love to Mexico and they took out Liga Max from their, from their game. We'll make our own team of the season. And if, even if you go, did you guys know? I don't know how much into video games you guys are, but like FIFA doesn't have like Liga Max anymore. And we thought Pez was going to have it, which is not Pez anymore. It's called like eFootball. Well, they, they got the rights to Liga Max. And if you play the game, it's only Chivas and America. You can't play with any what? other team. They only have, they only have Chivas and <laughs> America in no Yeah, on eFootball. So we don't, there's no, there's no Liga MX anywhere. It's just, just Chivas and America. That's man. terrible, man. That sucks because that means the Azteca is nowhere to... Well, actually, I think it's still in FIFA because of Mexico. I Bring Liga MX back to FIFA, man. I miss for it real? so much. So you guys want let, to... Let's get into this team of the season. Who are we starting off with? Go, are we going to start with the goalie?
2: Yeah. Go ahead, Velasco. Who's your team of the season goalie?
0: I mean, it was... I had a few um
1: contenders in there, uh, but I think it has to be Andrada for Monterrey. Uh, they're the team that conceded the least. And I mean, he's, he's been pretty important in a lot of games. Uh, he's a, he doesn't get, like, a lot of shots, like, in, in certain games. But so it was it was between him and I, I always like Volpi. I know he's Volpi. He, in terms of goalkeeping, he hasn't really... He's made a few mistakes in a few games. But I always like Volpi. But yeah, I'll probably go Andrada.
2: Yeah, I mean, Andrada did mess up against America. though. He gave him a free goal. Oh, yeah, in the last that's game. <laughs> but, no, nah, that's, a, that's a smart choice. I actually did go with Volpi. I I've, I don't know why I've always kind of like liked them, and this year like the uh, Toluca has been good enough, and he has like, like again a couple goals and assists, which is very random for a goalie. You shouldn't probably judge a goalie off that, but it's still like a little bit of a bonus. But yeah, so for me it was between them two. I, I just went for Volpi. just the.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna be the chaos creator in here today. I'm gonna be the antagonist. I'm gonna get Chris pissed I'm off. I'm sorry to say, Cota bro, but my goalie is Don Rodolfo Cota. Listen. <laughs> Eight clean sheets, bro. Eight clean sheets. That's a, that's a season high along with Nahuel Guzman. They've, he's only conceded 13, which is the same amount that Andrada has conceded this season. It's a fair shot. I don't see why not, bro. There's, there's a fair shot there for Rodolfo Cota. And you know what? He's old. I get it. Some of you guys don't want to see him in the national team. I may not want to see him in the national team either, but you can't, you can't deny, man. Like, Rodolfo Cota has been a top dog for, for a couple seasons. I, for, for, a while. now. I mean, dude. He won, he won, uh, uh, the championship with you guys in 2017, right? Yeah. Chivas.
1: He was there with Chivas. Oh, no. no I just want to say really quick, uh, like under the radar, like pick or whatever that, because okay, I go to yeah, all the games, go. uh, Tonyo Rodriguez has been incredible for Cholos. Okay. He's been really crazy hey. good. Like, Cholos is a really bad team, so they do get like a lot of shots, <laughs> um, like towards them. But in a lot of games, he kept them in the game or even against, against Leon, he had a, a few saves there. Um, to keep the, the zero zero. So, no, he's, he's really, really been like, if you, had, if you actually see like all the Cholos games, he's has been really, really good.
0: Tonio Rodriguez, I think needed that move. Uh, I don't think he wasn't going to go anywhere with Chivas. I think he reached, he did what he had to do with Chivas. Unfortunately, he had to deal with a very bad era. Um, you know, but he got a resurgence at Cholos for sure. Uh, and he, he, he even, even got him a, a call up to the national team. So. I'd say, yeah, that, that's a good honorable mention. Uh, Barrovero has actually not been that bad with San Luis either. He has five clean sheets this season, which is pretty impressive for a team like San Luis. He's been consistent for a Um, long time already. He's kept, uh, he's kept David Ochoa at bay with the U20s, U23s, which is crazy. I think David Ochoa started one game against, uh, I forgot who it was. He sucked um, in because
2: he was injured. Yeah, Royals. Royals. yeah, Royals. yeah, yeah. Royals. All right, right back. We might all agree on this one. I went with Kevin Alvarez. I don't think he's had the best season, maybe at least for his standards, but I couldn't really think of anybody else. And, yeah, I think Pachuca has been decent enough to include him in it. He does have a few goals this season. Uh, yeah, so I went with Kevin Alvarez.
0: I'm going to go with Kevin Alvarez as well. I just think, um, like, his last two seasons with Pachuca phenomenal. I think Pachuca, Pachuca, despite despite where they are right now on the table, like our powerhouse for Mexico right now, um, they have so many informed players, and Kevin Alvarez is like one in a bunch for Pachuca, fortunately. So I'm going to have to go with Kevin Alvarez as well. But honorable mention to Alan Mosso. I'm going to have to give Alan Mosso that honorable mention.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has to be Kevin Alvarez, but just uh, another like, side pick there, Brian Garcia for Toluca. He's been pretty good.
0: Oh, yeah, he's been great. Banger she has been awesome. I think to, he's Mexican, right? You call to yeah. Yeah, he called it the
2: Selección. Yeah, I think I've heard a few shots there on Twitter from people. So yeah, he's, he's
1: been awesome. uh, he's been decent for a little bit, like with Bumas, he had a few games like, when he was over there. But now with the Luca, he's really like found his place. He's improved a lot with uh, Ambries there, so he he has a lot to attack. You know, he's likes to push forward. So
2: and then uh, center backs, I think uh, we we could just probably name our duo. I went with these two very very young guys. Like I said, one of them was struggling. I went with Israel Reyes, who was struggling at the beginning of the season. But I think now he's, like, America's, I think, best defender. And El Toro Guzman for Monterrey, I think he's also their best defender for the best defense in the league. So, now those are my two defender picks. They're two very young, but uh, I think it's solid.
0: I'm going to have to go. One of my center back picks is going to have to be Toro Guzman as well. I think he's just been, like, like I said, it's another player that got a resurgence from – from like where they were previously, yeah, x Cholo's players. So, multimonterrey' Monterrey's been amazing there. Literally one of the best defenses that like um, that's that what's it called that that's been coming out of um, this season. Um, but my other my other team of the season center back is going to have to be. Leon's Steven Barreiro, bro. He's been crazy for Leon this season. Larcamon has known how to use him. There was, there was a period where Leon went like six, seven games and we only conceded three goals, which is like super impressive. We, we could even tell, like, actually. Because Steven Barreiro was missing against Chivas, I think that's the reason why we lost 2-0. <laughs> that's like, the reason? And we had Steven Barreiro? Yeah, bro. If we had Steven Barreiro. I mean, I think
2: that's a solid pick. I mean, I think you have to have a lone player probably in there for the, cause that's also one of the best defenses in the league.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to put a uh, Toro and Barreiro. Both of the teams have only conceded 13 goals. The only team still only conceded 13 goals this season.
1: Yeah. I have to go uh, Victor Guzman as well. I mean, I had to pick someone from Monterrey. Um, but I, w- I, w- I was thinking of maybe uh, including John Estefan Medina because he's played a lot of games at center back for Monterrey as well. Uh, he plays right back as well, right? But I always liked him. I think he's one of the most underrated uh, players uh, in the like last few years. Like, in, Well, he's been in the Leo forever. But he's always been really consistent. And uh, I think I'm just going to do it like Guzman and Medina.
2: Are you used to play for Pachuca, right? Uh, Medina? Or is it always yeah. Monterrey? Yeah, but he better for Pachuca. I know, he's, I know. I've seen him with Colombia a few times.
1: Yeah, he's had he's had to mark. Uh, I think um, like in a few games, like Messi and stuff. Like there's there's some pictures of him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: freaking crazy. Yeah,
1: will go from marking
2: Antuna <laughs> to marking messi. <laughs> and then uh, all right, so that's uh, that's our that's our center backs. Then I think uh, left back. I don't like this pick just because I am so like annoyed at this guy just being called <laughs> to the nationals. You guys already know yeah, what
0: I'm gonna say. I, know I think he, he's just been I, the best I, one this year.
2: Like you have to give credit where it's due, and it's a for me it's Jesus Gallardo. It is Jesus Gallardo.
0: I hate to agree with you, but it's Jesus Gallardo. He's been insane this season. Like I'd love
2: to say Omar Campos, trust me, but Santos has been absolutely atrocious, and like Bad. he's been not that good as well. But yeah, I think it's Gallardo for me.
1: I mean, yeah, the, the, the his World Cup was uh was was uh, pretty good, and then. He came back, and he's always been, like, really good in the Liga Mequis. It's just one of those players that it doesn't really transition that well to the national team. National team, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or it did, at the, like, at the, I remember when he first got caught up, he was decent, and then everybody started hating him. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, yeah, he's it, been amazing for Monterey this season.
2: So, in the four defenders, I think we all had Kevin Alvarez, all had Gallardo, and all had Toro Guzman. And the only differences were I had Reyes, Velasco had uh, Medina. Marina. And then Barreiro, right? So the midfield trio, I guess we'll go a four three
1: three, right? And like maybe like what however you wanna for- format them, the three midfielders, however you like. Go wanna go one by one, one,
0: one by one? Right. All right, But yeah, so let me let me start off with the obvious for me. If we're talking about resurgences, it feels like a common theme in this episode. Pocho Guzman. Yes or yes, like Deneke, but I Insane form, bro. Like, I think the scandal is keeping him away from the national team because everybody knows he should have been there. Diego Coca should have been, like, that should have been the first guy Diego Coca should have called.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to be said. Like, that, that, for me, that one, that was like my first name in the midfield. So, yeah, that, that's definitely, I agree on that one.
1: Yeah, I have my team as well. I mean, he has to be there. The season he's had has been, he's been the mortar with Chivas. I mean, he's been, the offense, he <laughs> can recover ball. So, yeah. What you want?
2: Second midfielder, you want to go first last? Game?
1: Yeah. Uh, actually go with Luis Romo. He's having a really, really good season. Uh, with Monterrey, uh, he kind of got, uh, he, I mean, <laughs> he kind of got there, um, kind of messed up at the World Cup, you know, like he didn't get any minutes or anything. Uh, and then I mean, he, he was pretty bad, right? For like the national team for a while. And, now, just seeing him where he's been doing Monterrey offensively, you know, he, he spread some assists. He has a good shot on him. He's playing, like, how he used to when he first, um you know, got all the hype. Uh, so, yeah, I have to include Romo in there for sure.
2: I'm, I'm going to include his teammate. I'm going to go with Ponchito Gonzalez. And I know sometimes he plays out wide, sometimes he plays central, something attacking. I know he's kind of like an all-do-it-all. All. But my Monterrey midfielder, I'm, I'm going to go with Ponchito Gonzalez. I feel like he's been – might be their best player over the last, like, two, three seasons, like Ponchito. And, like, he doesn't really get that much calls calls or even minutes for the national team. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Ponchito. I think he's been uh, – and if I'm not mistaken, I think he's the team captain of uh, Monterrey. Is it either him or Funes Mori?
0: I don't remember. So we got Poncho Guzman for mine. I'm going to go another guy. This guy plays fluidly. He, he plays midfield sometimes, but you see him on the wings. But what a breakout season for Jonathan Herrera, a.k.a. Ocel Herrera. Amazing season, bro. Has to be there. Like, he's been balling out for Atlas. Crazy, crazy, uh, performances in the CCO. They didn't pass against Philadelphia, but he was like, man of the match worthy performance in the, in La Vuelta and here in and Jali- not here in Jalisco, I'm in LA, but in Jalisco. Um, and in Liga MX, he's been scoring, bro. Like, there's no denying. And he got his first call up with the national team against the U.S. Got some minutes. I feel like he, he has to be there.
2: He's kind of like, uh, he kind of does it, like, again, does it all. Like, he can play, like, forward, he plays out wide, and then, like, whenever they play, like, a three, like, a five back, he'll play, like, a center mid, like, on, on the right. Like, it's kind of like, and he does it well. He does all three positions very well, so, um, I, I don't mind that pick at all. What, what was, uh, oh, so we're in the last ones, right?
0: We're in the last pick? Um, do I, you're gonna go, Chris? You do, you go first. And all straight. right. Uh, first. I
2: went with, uh, Velasco said it earlier on, uh, in the pod that Marcel Ruiz has been one of the best midfielders in the league, so I'm going to have to include him. I think he's been instrumental to Nacho Ambrisa's uh, team success, so
0: I'm going to have to include him. And he's also earned up
2: a call-up a call up as well to the national team recently.
0: I think he should have gotten more, more time in the Nations League, honestly. He deserved it. He's just been just like an exciting player to watch. I remember, I think people that, that, there was a rumor at one point where they were like, yeah, he's half Guatemalan. He's going to like, he's going to like, uh, uh, what's it called? Represent them instead. (laughs) Represent Guatemala instead. And Guatemala wants him. He's going to like commit to Guatemala. And I was like, ah, man. But it turns out he's not. He's just fully. I think
2: he came out and said that he's, he's, uh, he's a little bit of Cuban, but he's not Guatemalan. Like he's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless, I'm happy to have him. I think, uh, he needs to have more time with the La Selección. So. Uh, that's a solid pick. Uh, Velasco, go go, go up next. Was your center mid? Your last center mid? Yeah, I
1: mean, I've, I've had a few of the guys that you said, like, considered in there. Well, I had him in, but just to say someone different, I mean, uh, Juan Brunetta for, for Santos. He plays on the wing a lot, but he's had a really good season. Uh, yeah. there were Santos, uh, along with, um, Preciado there in the attack, but, you know, uh, Bruneta really, Preciado, yeah. he's a playmaker for, for Santos. Uh, reminds me a lot when, uh, Brian Lozano was there making all the plays. Uh, but, yeah. uh, Lozano. yeah. He's been uh, really good there for Santos. But uh, with Marcel Ruiz, I just love also the way he plays, so just to say it. And it hasn't been really like a, a straightforward journey for him. You know, he started with Queretaro. As a, he, he got some hype up when he, when he came up. You know, he was playing a lot for them. And then he went to Cholos and then kind of died down a little bit. Uh, his career kind of, you know, went down a little bit. But now with Toluca, I mean, yeah, he's been incredible.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's very many 21-year-olds or 21 or 22 that have that much experience in the league. Oh, It's
1: crazy, yeah, the, the amount of games he's played already.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, my, my pick is not one for the future, he's one for now, and he's been uh pretty good not only this season but the season before. And one of the few rescuable players for the 2022 World Cup, Luis Chavez, he has to be there. Luis I don't Chavez. think, um, I think, uh, I think without Luis Chavez being the revelation at Qatar. We would have been, we would have, like, we would have been like, no, everyone sucked, but I think we could rescue Luis Chavez from Qatar. He was, he was pretty insane. Been pretty good for Mexico, even better for Pachuca, because, you know, obviously he plays more there. But, um, yeah, like, I don't think there's really a case to be made for Luis Chavez. He, he just deserves to be there. So who, who's yours? You, you had a, who's your three? So I got Pocho, Osiel, and Luis Chavez.
1: I Guzman, Romo, and, uh, Brunetta. Bruneta. Right, I had Guzman. Who,
2: Guzman was in all, all three of ours, and and then I had uh, Marcel Ruiz and Ponchito González. So a lot of a lot of good quality midfielders in there. We all agreed on one, but overall, all of them I think deserve to be in there or at least mentioned. All right, now into the forwards, and there's a lot of forwards in this league. <laughs> I probably deserve a shout. Do you guys want to start with the? With the wings or with the striker or all three or how do we, how do we do this? Or just, we, can, we, we start with the wings. Right,
0: we can, we can do that.
2: Who wants to go first?
0: All right. My left winger is Colombian, soon to be Mexican, Julian Quinones for sure. <laughs> he's only two goals below Henry Martin, which is crazy. He's been having an insane, not only an insane season, but an insane last couple of seasons. And like everybody is like, he's our Randy Arena. Like everybody wants him there. Everybody's like, traganlo. We want Quinones. Diego Coca's familiar with him. It just seems like, why not? You know? So, um, he's been great. Uh, he's been balling out. Hey, who, who knows? We might even see Quiñones make, get naturalized and make a move to Europe. Uh, I think that'd be crazy. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's Julian Quiñones.
2: He's also in my team. Um, and about that, I actually, I'm, I'm surprised. Like he's never been ever called up for Colombia. Like he's more than good enough. Yeah. Like, if we look at Colombia's team, just to, like sidetrack a little bit, like, Duvan Zapata, Muriel, Cuadrado, like, all these guys on their attack, they're like 32, 33, 34 years old. Like, they're already on the way out. Okay, like, I'm only... also
1: getting called up. Well. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: even Roger Martinez gets called up. And I'm like, bro, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, like Quiñones is better and in the same league. Like, what, what is going on here? Like,
0: yeah, I, uh, it's weird because, um, like, even at Leon William Tecio would get called up for like much less performances than with, like, Quinones has been doing in MX, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, also Yairo Moreno too. He's bounced between uh, Pachuca and Leon. Also been called up. Like it's weird. I mean, weird to I mean if he plays for Mexico, then Colombia's lost. So uh, even James, who's not even a, doesn't even have a contract with a club anymore, bro, is still getting called up.
1: Yeah, no, I I
0: have him as well. Who's was uh, your first one with Oscar?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to have Quinones there. He asked me in the team. I mean, yeah. what he's done with Atlas has been just insane and. I am worried though that Colombia might, might call him up though. Like, like, they have, if, if Mexico really wants to like call him up, that, I think they have to like speed up the process a lot.
2: I think, I think just this week, uh, I was reading on Twitter that he started that process, like the nationalization process. Yeah. I I don't, I honestly don't know how long it takes. I mean, I know he's been in Mexico since 2015, so like eight years, but I'm not too sure how long that whole process takes, but. I, and I also heard, I mean, again, don't, <laughs> don't use me as a source, but I also read on, online as well that it was like at Diego Coca's request for him to do oh, okay. it. Like, and he, like, I guess went through with it. Like, all right, let's, let's start this process to see if I can eventually play for the 3. But yeah, And then, uh, other, my other wing, which is actually, I think he's also a left winger is, uh, oh, right. from Toluca. Velasco mentioned him earlier. Maxi Araujo. Without him, where would Toluca be right now? Like they're top four and it's not in like 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 we said earlier too, like their best players have been struggling really. And so I think it's he it's been mostly him
0: carrying the You know what's crazy is like Moxie has been playing everything this season. He's been playing yeah. like left wing and left mid. I think he's been at left back a couple yeah. times, bro. Like he plays everything. Maxi's fucking dope.
2: I don't know why Uruguay doesn't call like him up over like the other Uruguayans that they call up like <laughs> Cabecita and, uh, who's that guy? Center back. It's a different position, but Casares too. Like, they're getting the wrong,
0: the wrong Uruguayans, bro.
2: Who do you guys have? I had I Araujo.
0: I have, uh, Quinones. I no, know. no, but I, I had him
2: too. I'm oh, saying my you
0: right now. Oh, my, uh, uh, Francisco, go for, for right Yeah, wing. I
1: think we, we, um, we have the same, uh, <laughs> starting three. I mean, up top because, uh, Araujo has to be there too. I mean, it's just incredible what he's done. I, I saw him play live a lot in Puebla. Uh, his, his progression has been pretty good. Uh, he used to be really inconsistent. Like, even though the fans would complain about him, that he would lose the ball a lot. Uh, he wouldn't be that incorporated into the attack. I think like that the big problem was that he wasn't playing forward enough. And now with, you know, with Toluca, he has a, a like, he's played everywhere, but he's also, uh, he now has, like, a, a spot up, up top in the offense, and that's really helped him out. And, um, yeah, I mean, has to be Araujo.
0: I'm gonna go with the right wing, um, uh... I don't know if Chris is gonna like this pick. We'll see right now, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with us the USMNT's new star Alejandro Sendejas. He has to be there. I think he's been having a good season with America. I mean, he scored some bangers, has a couple assists in there. I feel like he's been one of America's like standouts, and you know, you, you guys have seen the players America has. I mean, they have Cabecita, and uh, not a left, not a winger, obviously, but Andre Martin, uh, Valdez. Even, I don't know what would happen to him. I think he's just on his way out, but Brian Rodriguez, you know, came from LAFC. Um, he's been all right. I don't think he's shown as much. Um, but the fact that, um, like keeping the theme of resurgences for players, I think the move for that has to come to America. I think it was a good move. I'm, I'm guessing we
2: are, the striker has to be the one and only like Henry Martin, right?
0: <laughs> There's not fun as money surprises in there. Of course, bro. No, 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 there shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be, I think it was like, at the beginning, was it this, se- no, it wasn't the beginning of this season, it was last season, wait, was it, when did Santi Jimenez, no, Santi Jimenez left last season. He left
2: in the summer, but there's something about Henry Martin that, I, I don't know what it is, but like, I'm slowly starting to get on his bandwagon, and it's taken me a long time, because for a long time, but I don't know, people, maybe they have short-term memory, for a long time, America fans did not like him. They would call him all these different, yeah, like, insults, all these different names. Yeah, I like, they would, they, would, they would, like, make all these memes about him for years, bro. Like, this is not, like, a new thing. This is for years. And, like, nobody wanted him, like, at America. So, just to see, like, him ever since, I'm not even kidding, ever since he scored that goal against, like, Man City in that friendly, he's, like, just been unreal. Like, like he's literally been unreal. Like, I'm like, all right, like, it was, like, a little bit. It was, like, a fluke for a little bit for, like, a week, two weeks, all right, a month then it turned into a whole season. I was still kind of skeptical. And then the World Cup happened. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, the little Handley martin hype, that's going to go down. But nah, like, this season, he's, like, again, just taking it to another level. Like, like to the point where I'm like, I'm starting to doubt myself. I, I Again, like, <laughs> I had never rated him, especially because his own fans would, like, go in on him. But, like, he's just been on fire, bro. Like, it's just like a every week thing. He's scoring. It doesn't matter how. He's just scoring the goal. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a penalty. Header, tap-in, golazo.
0: You know who's had a pretty good season despite the team being absolute uh, dog water? <laughs> um, uh, Juan Dineno with Pumas. He has eight goals this season. It's a little crazy to me, um, that he has that many goals despite Pumas being absolute bad. But I think like, Tur- La Turconeta's gonna turn Pumas around. I don't know. I didn't think we mentioned Pumas in this episode yet. They've been pretty bad. Um, but, I don't know. That, that's surprising to me if we're talking about strikers. Um, I don't think he has an honorable mention though. I think we could put like Harold Preciado there, maybe Gonzalez. From I don't want to, but <laughs> Francisco brought it up.
2: Has to be La Bomba for now.
0: Well, yeah. But before we end the episode, I want to be an agent of, of chaos again. Let's do, we've done honorable. Let's do an unhonorable mention. Who the, who's been, who has dropped the biggest, steemiest, fattest thinker this <laughs> like whole who's season who's been the business bro. appointment? Like players? Who's yeah, it's like the, the unhonorable mention. I, you've just been it's just been horrible, bro. Like, I'm,
2: I mean, we've already said Linus, so I'm not gonna repeat him, but I'm gonna actually go with like his his teammate. And I don't know, I don't know how much he it's his fault, but Nico Ibanez went from like the best, like top goal scorer oh, in the league, geez. champion, to now this year, like he hasn't really done anything for like Díaz, and like he doesn't really mesh well. Like when him and Gignac play together nowadays, it's only one of them starting. And then sometimes they'll put him, like, in the center-attacking mid or a like, center-forward, and, like, they haven't really done anything, really. Like, hasn't made their attack any better, and he kind of just, like, fell off. Like, right now, he's not really considered one of the top five strikers of the season.
0: So we got Ibanez, um Oh, for me, it's more like a,
1: I guess I would say, like, personal pick, just because I cover uh, Cholos. Like, I go to the games and cover the team. Uh, but Lisandro Lopez, he was, like, one of the best center centerbacks uh, in the league, like, last season and uh, a couple seasons ago. And now he really dropped. I mean, he's had some really, really bad games. Uh, he was even, he was in the all-star game, right? Or? Yeah.
2: He's the a last young March. Argentinian one,
1: right? Well, oh, he's not young. No, he's like, uh, 33,
2: 30. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Then. Uh, yeah, no, not him.
1: No, he's, he's, uh, the, the captain though for Cholos, but he's been like, he gives away balls just like in the, in the, <laughs> in the, opposing, uh, half.
0: So yeah, he's been really bad. All right. So we got Lisandro. We got was yours, Chris? It was yes uh, That's that's a good one. Mine is... Our, el, el futuro de la Selección Mexicana, Carlos Acevedo. I just can't uh, like yeah, the guy. That's... 34 goals in 16 games. That's more than... That's like... That has to be a little bit below the average of two goals conceded per game, which is bad. A little I mean, above. Like, a little, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, a little above. Um, I thought, you know... And, and you know what? Just to pile on, I know this wasn't Liga MX, but he had a bad performance against USA. I think, um, he came out wrong. He let, like, I don't know how you let Jesus Ferreira score on you, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, Carlos Acevedo, man. I mean, I don't really have to say much. The stats speak for themselves.
2: So I think that's, uh, I think that covers
0: that. Yes, sir. That's the Liga MX preview or uh, recap, sorry. The whole season by. We're not, we're not going to get into the Liga yet. Cause we still have one more game, one more match week, and then Liga the league starts to get some starts. But uh, we also have two league MX teams in CCO, so Leon and Tigres is gonna be crazy. Um, that matchup there, and then we got leagues cup in the summer, which is gonna be fun. Um, hopefully, we get a lot of more content done around that. Uh, but yeah, yo, Francisco, thank you for coming through, bro. Uh, like always, plug yourself in, bro. Tell, tell tell everybody what you got going on.
1: Hey, you guys can follow me on TikTok. It's at uh, Velasco uh, Jr. Football. And on Twitter at Francisco EFV.
0: Yes, sir. And you guys already know the deal. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and our, our you know, you know, the audio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and TikTok, anything you use, TikTok, all the same handles at Futbol Asada. Um, also shout out, uh, to Chris at Hatrick Chris on Twitter and at Off Javi on Twitter as well. Um, uh, Cabra Football, make sure to follow us all, also on all channels, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, the all of them. I'm yeah. liking, that's it. But I know that's a lot of pages to follow, but if you guys enjoy the content, we appreciate it. And make sure to subscribe, comment. Who do you think we missed? Um, if Chris or any of us have bad takes, let us know there and, and give us your take. Don't just comment to bad takes. Say we have a bad take and don't give a take. <laughs> Thank you guys for, for listening. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Later. We'll see you next week with more football asada. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us at Cabra FC and CabrasportsHQ.com.